This has been an ACB community call. This ACB community call was hosted on Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Unmute. We want to let you know here at the top a couple of announcements. First thing is... We will get through everyone's hands first. So first questions. And if we get through everyone, then we'll take second questions. Also be respectful and make sure everyone can get the same opportunity to get their questions asked. Thirdly, we have a question of the day. And the question is, first, what is your favorite app on your device and why? Or what would you like on your device to do that you can't figure out or don't know of an app to do that. So you can raise your hands for your tech questions or answer either of those two questions. And uh, Michael Doyce, as usual now, is with us. Say hello, Michael. Hello, everyone. And Michael B., you want to uh, give us our rundown and how's it going? helps if I unmute. So you can hear me now. Imagine yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. That's what we do is we <laughs> unmute here. Right. And it's funny because uh, the ad that I'm using for today's show is uh, Marty. Are you there? Anyways, I uh, wanted to give you guys a quick recap of today's shows or of the shows that's been published on the Unmute podcast feed. If you're interested, you can uh, search for Unmute in your favorite podcast app. And we published the replay of the June 13th ACB community call last Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, I published a shell phone show to just the shell phone show, but I forgot to share the shell phone show with Unmute. Uh, actually, because it got published a little earlier. That was a uh, brief overview of the WayAround app on the Blindshell Classic 2. So if you need to get access to that, um, it, just scroll back to last Sunday on Unmute and you'll find it or go check out the Shell Phone Show because it's over there. Thursday, uh, Demasi, Marty, and I sat down and talked about our tech go bags and what we travel with. Um, and that was a fun discussion that accidentally turned into an AT Guys promotion. Didn't mean for that to happen. Uh, and then on Friday, Lynn and Marty sat down and recorded Navigating the Creative Jungle, Tools, Accessibility, and Ownership. So you want to check that out for the three Friday finds that Lynn had. Uh, Sunday, I published an episode called Reaper DAW Terminology, Understanding the Basics for Audio Production. There's a lot of Reaper content out there for musicians and people uh, making songs. And my goal with these random Reaper series is to show podcasters how I'm using Reaper to produce podcasts on a daily basis. Yesterday, Demasi and I dropped TW16. Your email is important to us. Uh, and uh, in that conversation, we chatted a little bit about uh, email management and uh, how that is both going and not going for us. Uh, Marty, you want to tell people about how I'm going to disappear in about five minutes and you're not going to be here next week? Yeah, I think you just told them. So uh, <laughs> Michael is going to be leaving here pretty soon. He's got another conflicting appointment today. So he'll be gone here shortly and it'll be Michael Doyce and I answering your tech questions today. And then next week, I will be gone because I will be traveling towards national convention. Then the following week, we will be completely black. There won't be anyone here because community will be taking a break. So that's what's going to be for the next couple of few weeks. Perfect. Bell, Thanks. go for it. You mean Travis. Travis is your host. Oh, Travis, go for it. All right. The first hand is Monica. Hey, Monica, how's it going? It's going good. Okay, this is my question. My question is, I am having an issue with Google and Draws and Braille support using Google Sheets. I have to enable screen reader mode, enable the checkbox for Braille support every time I enter a document. Google Accessibility is trying to figure out what's wrong. I've used Jaws and Narrator, Microsoft Edge, Chrome, and Firefox, and the situation is still the same. Any advice? A, if Google, and then I'm going to step away. If Google is working on it, maybe they, uh, maybe somewhere it's broken. The only thing that I can try that maybe you haven't is go into probably Chrome or Edge and create a new profile and sign into that new profile and then go to Sheets and see if it keeps when you're signed into that new profile. Okay. 
So that, that's something worth trying. Thanks. I don't know if it'll fix it, but that's what I would try if I was in your in your situation. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, All right Travis. Then. Next hand is Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Hi. It's going pretty good, Marty. Hi, Mike. Squared. If <laughs> it's Mike okay. to the power of two. Yeah. Um, so just got an email this morning from my bank. And I have no clue how to open this file type. It's a RPMSG. Hmm. RPMSG. Interesting. Yeah, RPMSG. And for what it's worth, I use Outlook. If that I've never even heard of that file type before. I haven't hmm. either. Wow. Okay. Is um the without saying out loud what the contents of it is it something where it wants you to go sign into your app or go sign in through a browser basically is that what it's telling you you're not really supposed to do anything with the attachment that's in the email that you got because i'm thinking that you're probably not supposed to worry about that attachment okay so maybe i need to um use jaws to read you know the entire message and not just the um, attachment. The attachment has, you know, probably sensitive information. Uh, it just might have to do with stronger security than just a regular old email because it is coming from a financial institution. The uh, RPMSG file, uh, those are used to deliver email with rights management email object protocol enabled. See? More security. And and basically, they are Microsoft Outlook files. Hmm. Well, whenever I, okay, so whenever I click, um, whenever I choose open, then I get like a, uh, you know, um, like it asks me what I want to use. And I don't remember Outlook being on the. Well, list. to read it, it's probably, you could open it up in like any text editor, I'm assuming, Word or. Um, anything like that. But I'm not sure that you necessarily need to open it up, really. Is there... I'm not sure if there's actually any information that's important in there. I guess you'd have to look and see. For a copy of an appraisal, so... Oh, it might be that then. Okay. Well, so thank you for your time, guys. What were you going to say, Michael? So you do need to have Outlook. You need to basically launch the file in Outlook. So you can go to file open in the uh, main menu of Outlook and pick the R, the RPMSG file uh, from by going from file and open in Outlook. It yeah. is an encrypted file type or uh, an encrypted uh, message file. So you do have to have permissions to access that file. So it would probably need to be the same email account that it was sent to uh, in Outlook. Okay, fantastic. Thanks, guys. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. Thank you. All right, right, Belle, let's check in with you in Clubhouse. All right, we've got Janet. Hey, Janet, how are you doing? Hello. Good morning, Eminem and the power of two. There you go. Second one left, (laughs) or first one left. Anyway, um, I can't live without my iPhone. I was going to answer last week's question last week, but I wasn't able to get in. Mm. And this week, I can't live without the new ACB media. Uh, link. Oh, cool. And uh, in case you didn't know that, Michael Doyce, who's here with us, is the one who developed and designed that. Yes, I know. <laughs> so he did a I great know. job. It works really he well. Did a really, he did a really good He had, did a really good job. And for I'm those who don't it. know, last week, um, Bard came out with a new update. You can, I guess, reset your password with the Bard app now. Oh, cool. All right. I've never, I've never checked it out, but I'm just letting people know that there's an up, there was an update. So, cool. Y'all Thanks have a for great letting day us know. Have you a have a great day as well. Tuesday. Yep. You too. Have a great yeah, day. Michael. All right. Next, we have iPhone. It's not you, Rebecca. I got you renamed. We have someone else just named iPhone. All right. iPhone. iPhone, you have your hand up. Who are you? I will send you an unmute request so you know it's you. Oh my God. Um, Who is it? Oh, my. It's Austin. It's the, oh, Austin. Okay. I think. What's wrong with my... I thought I was shining. I am like... <sighs> anyway. A biggest uh, uh, question. Um, Apple said that to replace my battery. Okay. Um, no. Um, 
if I go to Bushpai, I will uh after at uh location like it uh thank you. Um what I'm trying to say is um if I go to Best Buy, uh, it will do, uh, replace my battery. Or I believe so. To... You could go there and you can talk to them at the tech counter or you could call first before you make a trip down there. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would suggest calling first so you don't waste a trip down there. I'm pretty sure that is something that they can do, but I would call first to make sure. Yes. In, well, in fact, not all Best Buys are Apple certified uh, repair. Um, I forget the, there's a proper terminology for it. The Apple authorized dealership. Yes, uh, yes. And not all Best Buys are classified as that. So you do want to make sure that your location is an Apple authorized uh, repair uh, specialist okay. location. Okay. Because um, I'm leaving to Mexico and I need uh, the plan, the person right now that, mm -hmm. because it, Right now, it's like uh, it, I have to charge my phone like like an hour too. Like I hate that. And then, well, here's a suggestion for you: if you are not able to get a battery installed into your phone before you leave on your trip, you can buy an external battery that you can take with you, and you can use that to plug your phone in and keep it charged mm -hmm. up until you come back from your trip. I'm not uh -huh. sure they're going to be able to put a new battery in the same day, but you can call and find out. Oh, but if, yeah. you, if you can't get a battery in, try maybe picking up a, an external battery and you could plug that into your phone and hopefully that'll keep your phone charged up more than and, an hour. And if your phone um, supports the Apple MagSafe uh, adapters, then the Apple does make a MagSafe battery pack that you can put on the back of your phone and that really? gives you extra um, power for a while. Okay. Um about the chat TBT, um, uh, I can do like emails. What I can do with chat TBT? It's basically for mm -hmm. researching, you know, text. So mm -hmm. if you're trying to create, say, like a paragraph or something, or you're trying to do a project, it can help you find better ways of creating your paragraph better mm -hmm. um you know uh grammar more professional way to say something it kind of helps you with building a better more professional paragraph or whatever yeah. information you're trying to do that's what it's for with, basically yeah with the chat gpt app you could put in information and say you know format this to look better and you can it, it's it's what they call a large language model it's where you could put in information and tell it to, you know, tell it to tell me a story or you will give it facts and say, can you give me a summary of this? And so it's okay. good at taking what you write and, you know, it's a great app and great I also thought that uh, Call Annie, it did the same thing. Call Annie, it's, I heard a demonstration of that. It's kind of interesting. It's different, more of a chat conversational approach to AI. Um, uh -huh. Very interesting. So um, different purposes, really. Really? Okay. All right, All right Austin. Thank you. Have a great trip. We got to keep it moving because we got a lot of hands. I know. I know. Uh, I could get out of here anyway. So. Have fun on your trip, okay? Me too. All I, right. I, I <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Beth. Hey, Beth. How's it going? Beth, you're still muted. Hey, yeah. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, first, I was one. Um, I was on that call the blind way last just before this and my phone, I think it's because maybe could it be the, somebody was trimming our lawn? Could that be why it was cutting out? Um, and then second, um, I don't know if this other Michael knows about media media player, but I, I have trouble with it. Like playing all my songs, like, like I was playing songs in a folder and it has a lot of songs and it only plays like maybe two or three. Is that media player in Windows? Yeah, Windows 10. So like Windows media player on Windows 10? Yeah, I tried, you know, like uh, Marty said, like, I mean, uh, the other Michael said, you know, you know, making a playlist. And I did shift, mm -hmm. shift F10 and it wouldn't, wouldn't say playlist. I don't, uh, um, I'm also, I also have system access. I don't know. If, I don't think that really makes any difference, but. Windows 10 used to have groove music and I kind of miss mm -hmm. it because, yeah, I really, really, um, 
I didn't have to sign in. I just used free. Mm-hmm. And there's several things that could go along with that. It just are all, do you know if all the songs are MP3? They are. Okay. So uh, Windows Media Player should play them all. But if it doesn't, you might want to try, uh, you know, there's other apps out there. Uh, I know, uh, you know, you can get, uh, you know, it's not the best experience. iTunes for Windows still exists. Um, But if you want to just play them in a folder, you could just select them all and, and, you know, press enter. Hopefully media player will play them, but there might be just something up with media player. So I would, you know, kind of see what the different apps are available and, um, try what are your thoughts marty yeah i mean you're gonna have to find something that's gonna work for you uh the trick will be finding something that's also gonna work real good with uh, jaws because you use mm-hmm. jaws on your windows machine right no i don't i use system or, access oh system access right. okay yeah, yeah and i don't it, i don't know who on this call would know about system access but yeah i'm debating whether to get jaws or just stay with system access yeah it's, There's also but, NVDA, which yeah, is free. Uh, you might want to consider mm-hmm. taking a look yeah. at that because that'll give you probably a good happy medium. Some of the yeah. similar features that JAWS has and mm-hmm. some stuff from System Access. And since it's free, it might be worth a look. Uh, yeah, I have that. And and maybe I could use that in my media player instead of um, System mm-hmm. Access. Yeah, maybe give that a try and see uh, if that changes anything. Okay, sounds good. All right. And this iPhone does not, I'm noticing that it doesn't, uh, you know, I had my music on at X, it just kind of just went on. Um, it doesn't, you know, the, the speech used to be where it would put the music in the background. This doesn't do that. This um, iPhone, I don't know. I may have to call Apple and find out why, because you can't There's... hear the speech over the music. So. Yeah, you have to turn on ducking. That's what mm-hmm. the issue is. And ducking is oh. the um, music will dip down in volume while the speech is going. And right. then when the speech okay. goes off, the music will come back up again. So it's called ducking. And mm-hmm. so you got to turn that on and that should solve that problem for you. And I don't know if okay. it's a rotor setting that you have to enable, but that is something in, in voiceover settings in, in the settings app. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Beth. Have a great Thank one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, Doc, you're up. Hey, Doc, how's it going? Doc, you're unmuted. We're not hearing you. Okay, he muted it again. Well, Doc's bringing that. Let's move on to Joe. All right, Joe, how you doing? Hey, good Good afternoon, everyone. Um, so I have an interview today, um, and it's over Microsoft Teams, and I'm not as... I guess, comfortable with Microsoft Teams as I am Zoom, um, with, especially with having JAWS and, and having the screen reader kind of cooperate with the program. Um, the, the interview is for a teaching job, and it's to do a demo lesson. Now, um, I know with Zoom, it doesn't announce or JAWS doesn't announce when there's hands raised, um, but it can, depending, I guess, on the settings, uh, announce when someone comments. I, I've been in some Zooms where they have done it has done that. So my question is: Does Teams announce hand raising, uh, raised hands, and um, does it announce like chat messages? So the first thing is um, you would have to really go into the settings and see what it allows you to turn on and off. The reason why you hear it sometimes in Zoom and not other times is how the host has the meeting set up. So sometimes they turn off the alerts when hands are raised or when people are coming and going because if they have a guest or someone's doing a presentation, it starts to get kind of irritating when you hear the coming and going alerts and the raising hand to put the hands down alerts. So Zoom has all that, which you can turn on and off in the preferences. And it might be the same in Teams, but again, it's going to go by how the host is going to have the meeting set up, really. So I may not be able to even change it on my end as far as settings. Only on if Teams. you're 
only if you're the one hosting. The only other thing you could do is see if it'll allow you to turn it on where only you hear it. So you'd have to kind of get into a mm-hmm. meeting or get into the settings and then look and see what options you have. It might be a little bit of a trial and error. Unfortunately, you got to have someone else to get into a meeting with to try and see how some of this stuff works and doesn't work. So, yes, and, and my recommendation is: uh, is is this? Did you say this is today that you're doing this? Yeah, interview? yeah. So, my recommendation: Are you? Which version of Jaws are you using? Uh, on the computer that I'm currently on, 2022. Okay, so I know that they've done a lot with Teams in Jaws. So, anything that should be announced you know, should be announced. I know there's some quirkiness with getting through the team's interface. Um, so that just requires a little bit of practice. So my my recommendation is, is to set up a, you know, mock team meeting so you can kind of familiarize yourself with what's going on uh, or look up, uh, Google some team's keystrokes because there should be a way to determine all of those things, even if they're not automatically announced, sometimes the automatic announcements can be distracting. So it's good to just know um, if those things are if, like if there are hand raises or if there are chat messages, even without listening for announcements. So I would do a, um, you know, look for JAWS keystrokes for teams, you know, on Google right. and, and just become very familiar with that before your interview. Yeah, the reason why I say say that is because the interviews for a teaching job, but so I have one student, it's a demo lesson with the person mm-hmm. who's interviewing me. But if I were to get the job, I'd be going through teams and then I would have a class. Mm-hmm. And then it, it might be distracting to them, but if I know certain students raising their hands, then I know how to conduct the class a little bit more right. effectively. Right. So for sure. That's why I wanted to know. And I'm sure there's ways you could configure that as well um, with script, with JAW scripts or or, uh, others. So, And since you're going to be the one controlling the room when you're actually teaching, you definitely will be able to go in and mess around with all the settings and see, you know, what'll work best for you. Okay. Uh, And and real quick, because you brought up JavaScript. So I downloaded Reaper. but it needed a certain JavaScript. And when my my wife and was trying to help me, is JavaScript difficult to like the website itself? Is that difficult to like find? Well, there's there's all over the web. I know. Uh, did you get I think it's called Osara? Uh, I, I think one of them uh, I got one of them and then another one uh, I wasn't able to get like the website wasn't reachable. OK. Yeah, I would look up Osara for for Reaper. That allow, that adds a lot of accessibility to it. I thought there was okay. one other thing you had to to install. Um, the other Michael, who is not here, uh, yeah. is he uses Reaper all the time. Uh, yeah, I, I do all my edits in, in Logic Pro, so um, okay. I'm I'm not too familiar with Reaper, but. Uh, I was just curious about the JavaScript because you mm-hmm. mentioned it. So, all yeah. right. He's, if you want to send an email to feedback at unmute.show, mm-hmm. then you can ask Michael and he can tell you what it is exactly you need. Yep. He'll be off the grid today, but he'll probably be able to get back to you tomorrow. I got Michael's email. I'll just shoot him an email. All right. There you right. go. Thank you. Yep. No problem. All right. Doc, are you able to join us to unmute? Yeah, you're unmuted. Doc, we're still not hearing you. So we're going to move on to ACB Community 2. Who is ACB Community 2? You know, it's probably me, actually. Yes, it is. All right. Well, you know, I should rename myself at some point. We're assigned to the right account. Um. Anyway. Okay. So two things. One, I did actually have a question. For the other Michael, but maybe you guys would know the answer. Um, Because I was really intrigued about the conversation you guys were having before the call started about the mic. And so I think he was actually using a portable, was he using a portable mic with his? Yeah, it was a lavalier um, mic that clips onto his clothes. Okay. Because he's doing a presentation today. So he wanted to have something that he could be a little more free than, and it's also easier to bring with him than his whole mic setup that he has in his home studio. Right. Well, because I was thinking, you know, I was wondering about some kind of setup like that, that I could uh, use for like, you know, the kitchen with my cooking call. And so I was 
No yeah, how good it was. shoot him an email and he'll tell you which one he has and you could grab that if that's one you want. I will. Um, so and then, oh, I go ahead. That, I think that microphone though is, it requires an XLR with an interface and all those. So you'd have to have a, a, like a pretty elaborate setup in your kitchen. Oh, okay. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Now, you know, believe it or not, what might work really well for that is maybe like the, uh, I know they still have them on the on Amazon, but the uh, Sennheiser Ambio headset, and that would that would work pretty well for right. But like I, need, I need something that will actually would work on Zoom. That's true. They don't work on Zoom. Yeah. No, they don't. Um, yeah. They do not. So mm -hmm. that's that, you know, I, there's a lot of options I can definitely do for pre-recorded. It's just mm -hmm. I've I've always been trying to find like I mean, right now I just make do with my iPhone and Apple earpods, but I've always wanted something that would sound more professional that would let me be portable and let me hear everybody at the same time too. So mm -hmm. um, there's a guy that we work with and he does do a lot of accessibility stuff at Sweetwater. I can mm -hmm. get you his info and you can call him and talk to him. And he had a ton of recommendations for you. Okay. Well, that would be awesome. Um, and then I also decided I'll answer your guys's question of the day. My favorite app, you know, it's, it, this is really a tough one. I'm going to go with Clubhouse because what I really like about it is I can see calls popping up. I don't have to go hunting through them, like through emails and stuff like I do with Zoom. And so, you know, and I can listen or I can choose to talk, whichever one works best for me. So uh, I'm going to go with the Clubhouse. But that is a really hard question because there's a lot of apps that I like for my phone for various things. So Awesome. Well, thanks, Herbie. Appreciate it. Yep. And. Before we move on, uh, the uh, I believe Joe, you might want to check out Michael Babcock's um, Reaper terminology uh, uh, podcast from last uh, Sunday, and I think he talks about a lot of the questions that you had uh, about getting started with Reaper. Oh, that reminds me. Um, somebody had mentioned a minute ago about raising hand alerts with Zoom. If you get the JAWS scripts from Brian Hartgen, those will tell you when somebody raises their hand. That's so. what I was thinking of, but I didn't want to say he made something he didn't. <laughs> nope, he did. Um, it, it, you Great. do have to pay for them, but it's if you're a JAWS user, those scripts really do come in handy. I mean, I gripe a lot about Windows on Zoom, but I do like some of the functionality that these scripts themselves do. Um, so, but that is definitely one of them. You do get announcements on raised hands. So I just thought I'd uh, mention that. Awesome. Thanks, Herbie. All right, Doc, we're going to try it one more time. You're unmuted. Uh, so if you have a mute switch on your headset, maybe check that. But, all right. We're still not if hearing If you're still you. having issues, Doc, maybe you want to try and go out of Zoom and come back in. Yeah. We'll put you to the front of the line when you get back. Right. Okay. So Nora, go ahead. Hey, Nora, how you doing? Doing fine. Um, I wish there was no one here today because I got a new device or I got a new cell phone. It's called a smartphone from Android. And first of all, I want you to help me find a way. Uh, I got what you call, I accidentally put on safe mode on my on my smartphone. And I can't find the uh, thing where it says turn off safe mode on my setting. Hmm. And what kind of phone is that? It's a TCL 3A3X. Uh, it's a smartphone from, from, a, from SafeLink Wireless. And I got it free from the state and the government, I should say. And I, what happened was I had all kinds of apps and all kinds of, uh, not apps, but well, advertisements and strange things like that. And then I finally put safe mode, but now I'm not sure how to turn off safe mode. Yeah, it's going to be somewhere in the settings. I don't have a phone like that, so I'm not sure where it would go. We'd probably have to do a little bit of research mm -hmm. to find where you turn the safe mode on and off in that phone. But we could do a little bit of research, and we can email you back if you want to email us. Or yeah, why don't you go ahead and email me? Uh... Yeah, if you can email, email us at feedback at unmute.show, and then we'll look up that info and try and uh, find it and then send it off to you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, please. Okay. I can't tell you my email. Address. No, that's why okay. I said email us at feedback at unmute.show. So. Feedback at unmute, feedback at unmute.com. 
No, show. show. Dot show. Uh, oh, dot show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Thanks, Nora. Welcome. Thank you. All right. All right. Next up, we have Nolan. Hey, Nolan. Hello, this is Nolan. How are you guys doing this afternoon? Good. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thank you. So, um, you're right. And I, if you don't mind me jumping in, um, a little bit. So, yes, you're right. It is located the safe driving mode feature. Somehow, yes, it is located in the Zoom settings under, I think it's general or the meetings option in the audio category, I think. I'll have to go outside of the Zoom room and check and then come back in and I'll tell you if I'm correct or not because it might be in the the iOS version. I'm not sure if it is in the Android version. We'll have to check that too. I I think she was referring to something different but i'm not sure i think it was regard the safe mode was regarding something with the actual phone yeah Uh, it's it's having to find find where sorry nora um find where where the setting is for turning off the uh the safe mode Mm-hmm. It's really and I don't see anything. Yeah, it's it's it changes how are the you, Android phone. So works. here's my so here's my question: Are you using Talkback? No. Okay. Using, no, I'm just using your, your regular print on here. Okay. I well, just thought I'll I would little, try to well, offer. It, yeah, I mean, um, you could go out and look at the settings and come back in if you want. Um, that would be great help. We'll also do a little bit of research on our end and see if we can find okay. the answer for her. Okay, Great. I can do that real quick. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, All right next Travis. up, we have Nancy Morton. Nancy Morton. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. Good. It's good to hear your voice. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you made it finally. <laughs> I did. I don't have my grandson in the summer, so I can get in on these. Um, my question is about the ACB. I long time ago I got my link, but then I heard this other person say there's another link. So it's not another one. It's just an updated version. Mm-hmm. So if you go into, are you doing it on your phone, Nancy? I haven't done it yet. That's why I was going to ask you if I just go to that. Where it says list and organizations, or do I have? Are there extra steps? So it's in the app store, but I'll yeah. let Michael Doyce tell you because he's the one who made the app, so he'd be better suited to give you all the details and questions that you have. <laughs> so, oh, it's you, in the app store. Okay, yeah, so I didn't know it's that. An app, it's an app called ACB Link, and you can download it from the iOS app store. We're working, you know, we're looking at an Android update. It is in the Android uh, Google Play as well. But on iOS, you just go to the App Store, look up ACB Link, and there's a whole new interface compared to the way it used to work before. Okay. And if it's easier for you, Nancy, I can just send you a direct link to the download, and then you don't have to worry about trying to go through the App Store to find it. Oh, yeah. You know me. I like that a lot. Thank you. Yes. Perfect. No, okay. no problem. And then uh, there was something about a virtual conference going on i somehow i saw that yeah so so right now they're getting ready to do acb national so this is the big national conference and they put it out in two ways you can go in person and then then they also have remote sessions so a lot of the things you can hear on zoom you would have to call and sign up for it i believe it's around 30 dollars um and i can send you the info Uh, you got to call in and uh, sign up and then pay. And then you'll start receiving all the email information to be able to sign on to listen to whatever they're offering that day in virtual sessions. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you'd send me that too, that sounds good. No problem. I believe that's 35 for members and 50 for non-members of ACB. How much is it to become a member of ACB? It depends the affiliate or the group that you join. But you How can also be a uh, member, member at large. large. So, Travis, do you want you want to actually? Never mind. 
Basically, a member <laughs> at large is um, like just a general member member of ACB, and it allows you to be a member but not be. So you're a member of ACB, but you're not a member of any specific affiliate or group. But that's you still ten dollars. Yeah, so you can okay. do that. Okay. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, no problem at all. All right. Next is Deborah. Hey, Deborah, how's it going? Hello. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm doing okay, dokey. I'm getting ready for tomorrow, you know, the big 21st, the uh, summer solstice tomorrow. There you go. The longest day of the year. And then we start going yes. backwards. I know. Then I, I start like getting summer sad. just is getting started. I know. So I'm, yeah. And you're kind of, I was all happy, happy. Yay. You're getting more sun. And then we're going to be going, oh, boo. You know, anyway, yep. here's my question. I am really extremely low tech. I'm not very good at all this stuff. I just have a quick phone uh, question. I have an iPhone, the SC. Guys, so the phone drops calls and it doesn't send text messages to everybody. Now, why would it not send text messages? I mean, does somebody block you maybe? Or I'm just trying to figure out why a lot of my text messages don't get to certain people. And why the phone drops a, t- a lot, and I'm on Verizon and with Verizon. Okay, so here is a couple of tips and tricks for you. The Thank first you. thing is I'll answer your question about text messages. So mm-hmm. the first thing is, um, yes, people can block you, or you can block other people if you don't. If someone's annoying you, you don't want to deal with them. You can block them as well as somebody being able to block you. But if you are uh, at home and you don't get the best service at home, like the cellular data that you get, then let me ask you this question. Do you have Wi-Fi at your house? Yes. Okay. So there's two things that you would want to do. One is you would want to make sure that your phone itself is connected to your Wi-Fi whenever you're at home. That way you're not using the cellular data, which could be sounds like kind of wonky at your house. If you use the Wi-Fi, then you'll get a lot better, more stable internet connection with data and sending messages and things like that. Thing number two is if you have kind of wonky data at your house, there's a process that you can go through to have your phone on Wi-Fi calling. This is a different setting, but what it will do is if the Wi-Fi in your house is stronger than the not-so-great data connection, it will use the Wi-Fi to send and receive phone calls instead of the data. And they'll be much better because the reception will be really good in your house over your Wi-Fi instead of the wonky data connection that you have. Okay. And and to add to that, if you are, are you, do you know if you're texting uh, people with iPhones or people with Androids? Both. Both. So let me, let me ask this. Do you know if you're having problems texting both types of users or more Android users over iPhone? You know, I'm not sure always what everybody else has. Mm -hmm. Because do you have any vision at all? No. uh -uh. Okay. Never because mind. if what happens is if you're if you do have low cellular signal in your house, uh-huh. then then when you send a text, it doesn't matter if you have Wi-Fi or not to an Android user, it still tries to send over cellular. And if it can't get a connection, then um, then you may want then, then it may not be able to go through whether you have Wi-Fi or not. The you know the the things that I would recommend is to uh, to talk to maybe even talk to Verizon call I believe um 611 is I have Verizon as well so that's who I call and ask them and say you know can you guys do a speed you know a, a they have a coverage map and they can they can get pretty accurate with that to see if there's any lapses in coverage at your address or things like that and and also let them know that not all of your text messages are getting through because there's a difference between iMessage, which is iPhone to iPhone, basically, and mm-hmm. iPhone to Android uses regular text. So, right uh, there, know. there is there is a setting in Messages that allows you to make sure you're sending to text messages as well as Messages, which is the Apple platform. You want to make sure that that's yeah. checked for sure. It it'll do that either way. Um, I I've seen it do that. 
I, I don't know what that setting actually does because I've had it off and it still sends us text. So if somebody's on an Android, but I would just make sure if you have to turn that on, turn it on. But it's just, you know, signal strength is always something to look at. So I, I would talk to Verizon and see if they have any, um, any recommendations for you at your address. Oh, thank you so much. I surely appreciate you guys. Yeah, I no problem. To you. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. If you ever need anything else, come back and we'll do what we can to help you out. Ah, uh, thanks. So I'm not great. Do I need to lower my hand or do you guys do that? No, for don't me? worry about it. It's we'll already lower for you. Great. Thanks, guys. Okay, have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Yay. All right. Yay. Teresa is next. Hey, Teresa. Good afternoon. The iPod Touch lady. Well, no, actually, I'm not here to talk about that. Okay. Lenovo laptop and JAWS. Why doesn't the JAWS want to stay, you know, like um, this is uh, my laptop uh, at home, and I'll I'll be able to get enter my pen, but once I'm past that, I can't hear it talk. Sometimes my son has to come over and get the JAWS talking to me again. But um, last night, you know, I was on the... um, the uh, standing, you know, call to order meeting. And I know I was hitting Alt-Y, but I don't know if my hand got raised or not. You know, did everything I was supposed to do. I don't know if my hand was seen as raised because I had no way of hearing. What do you mean no way of hearing? Her, her jaws hearing wasn't working. Jaws, right. jaws oh. wasn't talking. And, you know, and um, being able to find email because, you know, I I needed to, um, I just, I told my husband, I said, just, um, uh, T in the word Kelly, you know, Kelly Gaskett sent out that uh, the information. So I said, T in her name. We found it. And then um, this morning, I wanted to get my code, you know, my code for mock voting. And so I told him, I said, put in um, vote or put in, um, I forgot what I told him. But anyway, I told him, put that in and he got me my code. So I have a few, I have a suggestion that might help. Sometimes your jaws may not be set up to start when you're when you log into Windows. So it may be starting up on the login area, but yeah. that's a different space than whenever you actually get right. logged into your desktop. So I'm wondering right. if jaws just isn't is starting. And if that's know. if that's the case, a quick thing you can do to get speech so you could continue using your computer to get jaws running, you can start Microsoft Narrator with Control Windows Enter. And that will start narrator, which, mm-hmm, which okay. will then let you navigate your desktop. You can start JAWS. Once you start JAWS, you can go Alt Tab to narrator and just close it with Alt F4. That way, okay. if you and, and that's kind of the the surefire way. If you don't have speech on your computer, you can get speech right. and get NVDA or JAWS running. You know, it's it's a good troubleshooting method for for getting things rolling again. Windows Enter, because mm-hmm. um, you know Miss um, Mrs. Grinovich, Betsy Grinovich, um, she was talking. Um, you know, she raised her hand to say something, and she goes, "And I checked my email very faithfully." <laughs> oh my God, I wish I could say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that should help you get. You know, it narrator has come a very long way, and and does allow you to use your computer. But if you do want to get to JAWS or NVDA. That's that's a technique you can use. Okay, because it you know you know I'd like to be able to say and I check my email at home faithfully too. Totally understand. You know, and with um and with the um all the virtual segments coming up, I definitely want to uh, check things out. And I want to know. And I I thought surely Jaws would say your hand is um right. You raised your hand or something, or at least they would say it on the um you know on their side um hand now raised or something. Right. And if that does not start speech or narrator or anything, uh, if you could send us an email, uh, and what's that email again, Marty? Feedback at unmute.show. And that way we can, we can follow up with some further steps to try. Okay. Cause you know, I wanted to be able to, you know, I had to log in at seven my time last night. And here's a call to order just like anybody else. And I wasn't about to settle for listening to it on ACB. Oh, and that's another thing, but that's you know totally different story. But I missed the I missed the auction the other night. Yeah. But I saw this thing about this um, cable 
it was somebody had put in for donated a, a it's an eight feet eight feet in length and it has um, three prongs on the other end. I guess one is like the old USB, and I forgot what the other two plugs are for. I said, love to know where they found that. Yeah. Well, you could reach out to whoever put the auction on, and we're going to keep it moving because we got a bunch of hands, and we're running okay, short I'm on sorry. time. I'm sorry. Oh, no problem. Certainly. Have a great day, and good luck to you, okay? Thank you. All right. Pam is next. Pam Coffee. Hey, yes. Yes. And my apologies for the noise. I'm outside. It's a gorgeous day, and it's a little windy, but um, several quick comments. One for the um, the girl who was having problems sending her text messages. Uh, she she'll need to have both iMessages and SMS slash MMS turned on, and that way, no matter what kind of phone the other person has, it could be a flip. Uh, they're going to get your tech or they're more likely to get your text message. And as for the signal strength, it's right up there on your status bar. It's usually way over at the far left and it will say signal strength, however many bars. And if it's four, then, um, you know, that's, that's your highest. And if you're, if you touch that signal strength then you're only getting, one or two bars then oh my goodness uh your call may not go through in the first place and even if it goes through it may get dropped and as for um audio ducking and i love this feature uh, it is a rotor setting and so if if you don't know where it is you go to accessibility then voiceover then rotor and you flick through a oh, 40 or so or more items. And if audio ducking isn't already selected, then select it. And there was another comment I was going to make, and it has escaped me. And I'm out here and not taking notes. <laughs> All right, Pam. But well, thanks. We appreciate it. Help. Yeah, All right. Thank you. you, Pam. All right. You got 10 minutes. And the next hand is Diane. Hey, Diane. How you doing? Yeah. Good afternoon, everybody. Hello. Can y'all hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Um, as, as you know, as you know, Mike, um, the the community uses sometimes uses um, Google Sheets to communicate with us, and um, I'm finding when I try to look at their sheets on my iPhone that I'm only getting access to three columns of data at a time. And, you know, some of those, one of those sheets has, um, I know has seven columns going across and the other one has a couple more like nine or 10. Um, I'm wondering, number one, how I can set up my phone so that it will read all of those columns. And um, number two, um, how do I get the phone to read the um, top, you know, how do I get it to read the column titles as I go through? Well, one not- suggestion I will make, if you're looking at it on the phone, when you open up the document, you might want to try and turn your phone to landscape mode sideways so that maybe it'll give you more screen real estate in width wise to be able to read more columns than the skinny or tall way. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why it's only allowing you to see a part of the columns. Okay. And- and I wonder if you have your focus on one of those columns, if you could do a three finger flick left or right to move uh, what's on screen, you know, by page. And maybe that will allow voiceover to focus on those extra columns. But I do agree with Marty, the switching to landscape should help that. I really haven't used Google Sheets that much, but also, are you going to the website or are you using the Google Sheets app from the App Store? Um, I'm going to the website. At this point, I didn't know that if there was a Google um, Sheets app for the iPhone or not. I believe there is. I will check on that really quickly. But I believe there is an app for Docs, Sheets, and Slides. Okay, well, um, do I get it from the App Store or from the Google um, web page? If it is an app, then you'll get it from the App Store. And yes, Google Sheets is an app on the App Store. 
Okay, I will. Uh, I will try to install that then, because um, last I last time I checked all my Google apps, I don't think I had it. So mm-hmm. I will. I'm not sure of the accessibility with Voiceover, but it is an app in the App Store. So I wonder if that will add, you know, make things work a little bit better. Okay. All right. Well, I'll I'll try both of those things. Thank you very much. Yep. All right, Deborah Jackson. Hey, Deborah, how you doing? Hey, um, I might have to wait next week on this time. I haven't been on my computer for a couple months because I had surgery. Well, now I'm trying to get on it. And when I went to Father's floor, I can't find any of all my files. And and plus, um, the Google app and, you know, like Google Drive. And I mm-hmm. can't find any of my files, all my notes. Hmm. And I know when you start up the, um, you know, the file floor, you you um you hit D, you know, like you know, like three times until you get to the document. But then when I get to like the heading, um, there's all my, you know, like uh, DVR, um, uh, all my notes, it's not none in there. One thing that I will suggest trying to do. And this happens when you don't go on your computer for a long time as a security feature. It logs you out sometimes. So you might want to check and try and re-log back in with your credentials and see if it'll bring your stuff back. You're possibly, I'm not saying for sure, but I'm guessing you're not able to see any of your stuff because you're not actually logged in right now. Did you say that your content with your documents are in Google Drive? Is that what I heard? Yeah, along with it. Yes. Uh-huh. So Google Drive, you may, ha- like Marty said, have to re-log back into Google Drive. It might be in your system tray, or you might be able to just open the program and log back in. If you just have things in your documents folder, those things should be there. Um, one thing I always recommend, they change things around in File Explorer all the time. So, you know, the every few months they update Windows to make changes, and so... Yeah, I, I always recommend check the tree view, find your documents, and go back to the file list. Uh, and, and that way you can make sure that you, you're looking in all the places because they may have changed the default location that you're looking at. But uh, I, my first thing I would try is to uh, check it to see if you're signed into Google. Okay, I'll do that. Because I hear the preview, but then I couldn't get, couldn't get it to go to the next level. Okay, mm-hmm. so I tried to preview again because I, I shut it down and brought it back up and it was the same old thing. Yeah, I would try to yeah. sign back into Google Drive. That sounds like what's going on. And we are just about out of time, but it looks like we got okay. one more hand. So let's see if we can Thank you. do it. Yeah, no problem. Good luck to you. Let's see if we can get this last question answered really quickly. All right, it's Nolan. Hey, Nolan. Hey, so yes. So the... So I found where the setting is located so for in the zoom app when you first log in under your account in that section you're going to have to scroll down to the more tab in the bottom right corner and you're going to have to select the under the audio category there's a section in there that says safe driving mode and it's a toggle switch that needs to be toggled off awesome nolan thank you so much we appreciate it we are just about out of time but i thank you you very much for doing that for us that's awesome all right everyone have a great week if you have any questions comments or anything else you can reach us at feedback at unmute.show travis and bell thank you very much for all your assistance today and everybody have a great week and we'll see you next time